Good morning. On this bold question crunch, Maritas Zurbano and Kathleen Bean are here to talk about their decolonized tarot deck, answering questions about their process, their favorite card, and their favorite form of waffle. <laughs> Kathleen, you are the first person to make a repeat on the show, but, uh, and I have, for a long time, yes, 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 congratulations. <laughs> um, I tried to stay away from doing a repeat, but you are involved in, a, that's okay, no, you're good, because this, uh, your project that you're working on right now is absolutely amazing, and I love everything about it. Um, it's called, a what was it? Decolonized. I'm just making sure that I get the syllables correctly. Decolonized tarot card, right? Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Uh, so what is it? It's, it's essentially a tarot card deck. Uh, we, it was for, I don't even know who came with it, came up with it first. I think Martas and I were just like, we, she wanted to, she originally wanted to make a set of tarot cards and we were talking about how a lot of the tarot cards are very westernized and you don't see a lot of like brown people in in the cards and and then that slowly evolved into decolonized tarot when you say westernized is it just uh, like a lot of western um what's the word uh like iconography like you, you see castles it's like medieval there's a lot of like medieval looking things i i think the original wider oh my gosh i'm gonna like mess this up rider Waite smith deck yeah mm -hmm. a lot of like western images in it so you have like knights princes princesses uh like a little stone castle in the background uh yeah so like something out of medieval times and and yeah like a lot of the other decks I guess like I I'm not I'm not too familiar with a lot of other decks but like a lot of decks that Martes would see when she'd like pick up like try to pick up a, a new deck or something they just weren't the ones that she was looking for like they didn't have a lot of like like a lot of variety of different people and I think that's where we decided to like start working on this one is to like have have like a deck that's more inclusive that, that that's for everyone and all types of people when you say uh and I think that's absolutely fantastic and that's what uh can I, can I comment on that too because absolutely like, I think um like so I'm a former Las Vegas magician, and so I've I've been doing magic for a long time. So magic in all in all sorts of ways. So theater magic, and then you know I've I've been a professional uh, psychic entertainer for a few decades now, and um, so I I just love the idea of magic, right? And 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 mythology, and storytelling. Um, so I love Lord of the Rings and the, the guy who wrote it was, uh, was saying in an interview, I wanted to make a mythology for England. 
And so, of course, everyone loves Lord of the Rings, and they love Game of Thrones, and they love, you know, medieval this, you know, westernized mythology that. And I thought, wait a second, I want to make a mythology for, uh, for us, for Filipino Americans. God damn it, <laughs> why not? Um, and so yeah, uh, Kathleen is so talented as a an artist and she's also so on board with decolonizing magic that uh we make a, a really great team so yeah she's really passionate about decolonizing magic <laughs> wow an artist that's passionate about decolonizing magic this is great i mean i hear a lot of stories that like because martas is a las vegas, las vegas magician she would tell me stories about like the just that industry and I'm like dang I I loved magic as a kid I my parents would always take us to Vegas and always wanted to see the magic shows and I saw like like one or two and you know you you grow up thinking like oh this is so cool and he, they're like floating and stuff and then and Martas is literally on the other side like this is what really happened and I'm like oh my god this is this is terrible Tell me more. <laughs> I wanna I wanna be mad about it. <laughs> I I know that feeling of wanting to be mad and knowing more. I it's a I mean isn't that the whole point of watching news? The news? <laughs> I mean sure there's a whole be inform, informed and whatnot, but yeah, also be mad at everything. <laughs> yeah. Do, do you have an example of a story of uh, magic being westernized in Vegas? No, just the idea of magic. I mean, I've, I've been a magician since, like, um, the last century. Uh, so there's so many stories. But, um, you know, magic itself is a place where mediocre white guys can excel. You know, like you just show up in a tuxedo, you pay some chick some money to like stand there in a bikini and you look like you have talent. But really, it is it is the temple of white male mediocrity um, of just kind of faking it. And so I walk in there because I just I fucking love magic. I love like card tricks. I love how shit gets made, got done. The original sciences and religions are, you know, based in magic. So I thought it was cool. And when I started in magic in Chicago, all the guys were cool to me. And so I could hang out with all these people, no strings attached. And um, I moved to Las Vegas. I became a professional magician. I've competed in the world championship of magic. I had my own show in Japan. And yet none of these magicians accept me as one of them. Um, and very late in my career, maybe like three years ago, I realized, oh, I'm not welcome here. Oh, I get it. Because, you know, I, as a woman, as a, as a brown woman, I'm always assuming, you know, th there's always lots of red flags that you are not welcome here. And I'm always thinking, they don't mean it. They're just, they don't know. 
oh no, no, I am not welcome in the world of magic for sure. Um, and so I, I accepted it three years ago when my mentor died. Um, you know, he was, I considered him my father figure and I like, I, I'm Luke Skywalker and he's my Yoda. But on his deathbed, even he, he, he only, he said to me, you know, I, I flew all the way out to Las Vegas to see him right in his deathbed. Uh, and I walk in there to the house, the hospital room and the, the sheets rustle. Right. And he rolls over and looks at me and he parts his lips and he's about to give his star magic student the last bit of advice before he leaves earth. Right. And he says to me, Hey, Mari, why don't you get in the bed with me naked? And, uh, You know, he never said that to any of the guy magicians, you know, standing around him. And I was his star student, you know, like I learned all of his greatest uh, magic, you know, sleight of hand moves and everything. And um, yeah, that's it's all he thought of me. So I get it. Message, message received. So that that's fucked up. That's uh, fucked up. I, I know we mentioned that we can swear on the show, but you had not. I, I was waiting for you to cuss at all, but then uh, that story comes up, and I'm like, I can't not say it's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, you know, patriarchy works against everybody, not only people of color, but also against white men as well. Um, because he ended up giving his magic, his multi-million dollar magic collection to a famous magician. And uh, I said to him before he died, I'm like, if you would have given it to me, I would have made you a, a library that would have stood the test of time and under your name. And, and just as predicted, as colonization does, he took the collection and he auctioned it off and pocketed the money, you know. And my mentor used to be the kind of guy that would let anybody in and borrow magic and books and everything and so yeah that's that's what you get man like when you you think that like patriarchy is going to take care of you it, it doesn't it doesn't patriarchy will not take care of you but it makes it easier for uh <laughs> privileged folks like myself when you said when you said that uh magician magic is a place where white guys do excel i'm like Okay, so on my list, podcasts and magician. Okay, that's the. <laughs> <laughs> whenever I, whenever I see any post that says like a uh, um, white guy thirties, uh, never lived his er no, never moved from his hometown. I'm like, all right, cool. And then the podcast. I'm like, damn it, stop describing me. What? Um... <laughs> no, we do podcasts too. You know, it's like, but the thing is, like, it 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 damages white male people because. You know, like he could have gotten so many benefits if he had been my true friend, you know, like I would have made him this magical library and, you know, I wouldn't have been threatening to like strangle him in his hospital bed, you know, like things like that. <laughs> <laughs> One thing that I noticed, and that, ah, that's so disgusting. Well, the fact that he was in his bed and he said, come in and get naked with me. Um, I see that on like a lot of panels at com at comic book conventions that whenever there's a woman on at the table, whenever there's a woman as a guest, 
they always have to like do a sex joke. They have to do something. They have to say something <laughs> sexual. Like no matter what she says, it has to become sexual. Wow. And I'm okay with sex jokes. I'm fine with that. Be be, be as funny and sexy as you want. But it only like if you have like a uh, a whole panel of guys, it's not gonna happen. A sex joke won't happen. Mm, right. That's yeah. right. That's right. So I think it's disgusting that that was like the last uh, last nugget of uh, education. <laughs> yeah, so th- so that's why. Um, so I I still love magic and I still love performing, but I I really wanted to figure out how to move magic forward. Um, and I've always dreamed of creating a decolonized tarot deck, but I'm like, who? What artist would be on board with this wacky idea? <laughs> Who is radical enough? <laughs> now, Kathleen. I have no idea who that person is. <laughs> super radical, super funny, easygoing, you know, like super cool. Kathleen, here we are. It's now, just ironic that she happens to know, like, she was a Vegas magician. So I'm like, wait. I went to Vegas as a kid. Like, tell me more. Tell me more about this. (laughs) I grew up, like, wanting to watch these shows. (laughs) Now, did you you know each other? So you knew each other before the project happened, right? Yes. We we were already working together on a graphic novel. And so, like, she she brought up the the idea of doing the tarot cards. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. I'm down. You know, it's a pandemic. We're not doing anything. <laughs> that's right. The pandemic. That's right. The pandemic really freed up a lot of time. So yeah, it really did. Yeah. We, like, I think it, I mean, we were, we were still working on the graphic novel and we were still working on it, but yeah, it was, it was like a real, I mean, the pandemic is terrible, but it opened up time to just do all these projects. Because normally I'm, I'm like swamped with like, I'm juggling, like, not greatly, but I'm, you know, haphazardly juggling like cons and some projects and my own stuff. And then when the pandemic hit, it's like, oh, I don't have to worry about cons. There's no, there's no convention schedule. I don't have to like fly out or drive to like crazy places. And uh, I'm just going to be in (laughs) my, my house and do you know, whatever. So let me just work on these projects that come, come to, you know, that come to the surface. And I think at the time, like we were already working on stuff. And so when she mentioned the, the tarot cards, it was like, Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Let's, let's do this. I love it that Mari, you said it uh, in a very like, uh, Oh man, who, who, who do I know? Who's super extreme and uh, wants to take on this whole uh, franchise, this whole uh, industry with me. And Kathleen's like, yeah, okay. Like, just casual. (laughs) (laughs) Sure, why not? There's a pandemic going on. Let's take on the patriarchy. Let's take on... It's it's a really radical project. I mean, like, even, even the idea of me saying the words... Uh, white male supremacy and decolonization like there was a lot you were we were talking about that for a long time you know should we say white white male supremacy you know battling colonization and 
you know, very few people are willing to to say those words. So in a professional setting, mm-hmm. you know, because here we are trying to create a Kickstarter right and get people to fund us and like oh you know who is radical enough who is radical enough to <laughs> to believe in this project enough that you know yes people from 21 countries would be on board with decolonizing magic it's that was it was very risky honestly to 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 say those words because you know we're all in the corporate mindset like oh let's just Starbucks this shit out, you know, like <laughs> <laughs> that is that 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 uh, <laughs> uh dealing with the reaction of white male fragility is insane. And I only say that because you you both know that I only get to hear stories because I get the uh what was it, the uh the automatic brotherhood that doesn't exist. <laughs> that I'm <laughs> I'm a white guy, so immediately any joke that they say or something that they tell, they're like, yeah, you don't understand. I'm like, go fuck yourself. We just met. I don't know you. <laughs> I mean, hi. <laughs> but yeah, um, the, you, you said the corporate world, and because it is you know, run by white guys, you have to make sure that the wording is professional enough to be like, oh, okay, that's fine. That's that doesn't offend my worldview. Fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Even a lot of the progressive ones will still be like, what? You're eliminating. I I get the decolonization, but you're insulting white guys. God. <laughs> <laughs> That's so dumb. I feel like if you get to a certain level of privilege, you shouldn't be insulted by, I don't know. That's ridiculous. That's insane. Oi. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But uh, another question I want to have about like, uh, how are you breaking from the Westernization? Um, Are you sticking to, like, are are you making an exact parody of the cards? Like being like, okay, here's this. So here's my version of it. Or are you also giving it a non-Western twist on some of the elements of the card, besides just the appearance? Um, yes, to the second one. Okay. I mean, there, there's... I so, asked a lot. <laughs> yeah, so there's some elements that, um, so since, like, I don't know a lot about tarot cards. I mean, I know there's, like, the, the Major Arcana, there's, like, Empress, there's Wheel of Fortune, there's the... Um, what's it called the the tower and everything but then it gets into you get into the suits and you know the like nine of cups and I'm like oh what is what is that and so um with like where Martez comes in is she'll she'll tell me like elements that I should keep and then like give me ideas of like okay well maybe instead of doing it this way we could do it this way and then I run with that. And um, and so, like, whatever elements I need to keep in, I'll keep in. Like, oh, there needs to be a figure here. We should have, like, water, like, some kind of water element. The sky needs to be, you know, open. It should be, like, an open landscape. 
and and I think when when she one of the reasons why she wanted to use me as the artist is she really likes the my backgrounds and she wanted to put that into the cards and um and so like we'll we'll do that and then whereas uh when it comes to the uh, the like the characters and what the what each of the cards have like uh I'll like put in elements of like Filipino like mythology like the, I, I think the latest one that I I, th I think our our social media person just just posted it this morning some crazy time <laughs> it's a I think it's the prince or the, social media the, folks don't sleep yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> I think it's like the the knight of wands and um and so this one is on a dragon and the dragon has like a ball in its mouth that's supposed to represent this Filipino dragon that eats the moon and that like you know it's a, it's it's technically supposed to be a knight on a horse but that's like you don't really need to put a horse like having a dragon would be like would suffice too as long as it's like a soldier-ish figure riding into battle I guess <laughs> but yeah so that's I mean that's like a like normally it would be like a knight on a horse like and the horse is like on its hind legs but uh yeah in this case it's a figure on a dragon the dragon is like looks like it's not on its hind legs but it's you know ready to like charge Oh, sorry. Um, the reason why um, it was important to to give Kathleen, you know, full full reign to change all the iconography if she wanted to, is because I'm really tired of the franchise of the Rider Waite Smith deck. <laughs> it's just it's just a rehash over and over and over again. I mean, why are we doing that? Because they told us to. Like they. They, it's a horse because they said so. Why is it a fucking horse? You know, and so and Kathleen's talent is so vast. I'm like, girl, just do dirty want to, man. Just you know, just make it up. Um, and it's legit because I do have the cred to to back up um, the uh, the technique of tarot card reading and and fortune telling. So. It's, um, and I've just seen so much, so many tarot cards created that are just crap, you know? Like, they'll have the nine of wands and they'll have nine wands. Like, why did I buy this deck? <laughs> you know, it's just, and if you look at Kathleen's art, it's incredible. It's atmospheric, it's original. And that's what I figure is that, because I also came from an art school background. Um, and I figure if you're going to create something, make it original. Why would as, you? Yeah. As a fan of Kathleen's work, uh, she's definitely someone. Uh, while you're here, I'm going to talk about you. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, you're you're someone that I would easily trust to add whatever you want to it, because I know a lot of commissions. Someone will be like, "Oh, could you add this? Could you add that?" And they'll add it at the end, and I'm like. 
no, if you if you pay Kathleen to do something, she's gonna do something absolutely amazing. Just trust, just just trust the artist. Um, trust the artist. I'm glad that you mentioned Kathleen's uh, your your backgrounds and the nature involved in the cards because that is one of my favorite things about your artwork. And so seeing that coming into the card and seeing seeing the border along the card and seeing the background still extend beyond the border is beautiful. Such a nice oh. touch. Thank you, thank you. It, it like we did our we did a mock up of those cards and um. Yeah, I think there there's there was a an option to to have the like white border like they usually have and I don't know I yeah like bleed to the end of the <laughs> <laughs> I don't want no white border it's fine like let the col let the color spread to the end it's fine <laughs> and I think a lot of times making a tarot deck uh, I don't know I don't know. Any Whenever we talk about tarot, and I've interviewed people who, about tarot a lot, on the, uh, I think this is their third time talking about tarot. Um, I still don't know anything about the cards. And uh, what always makes me amazed about taking on such an endeavor and making a new tarot deck is uh, that every card has its symbolism. And so you do have to, when you said that it doesn't have to be a horse, it could be a dragon. Exactly. And you said that uh, the cards were boring because if a nine of wands is just nine wands, it's like, that's boring. That's not, I'm not taking it. I don't want to take it on a literal sense. It doesn't have to be so literal. Each card has to have like certain levels. Like when you said it had to be an open space. Exactly. That's the important part, not the literal <laughs> terminology of the name of the card. And I, I applaud you both for taking on such a task. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a lot of cards. I mean, we we originally did a few, and then I was like, okay, how many are there left? Oh, wait, we did twenty two. Okay, fifty six. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> and and it's like on the, when we were doing this as a Kickstarter, and I think we would do like a like Instagram lives or stuff about it, and I would talk to. Like, and when I started doing conventions and people would come up and you're like, oh yeah, like I, I backed, I backed your Kickstarter. It's, it's really great because people that, that are fans of my art, of my artwork, I haven't put out an art book yet. I have so many, I mean, like my mother-in-law was literally like, oh, you should make a book. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> That's yeah, that's she's right. an undertaking of like right. massive proportions. It's it's massive. So, you know, while I'm still while I'm gonna be working on that for a while, <laughs> here's here's 78 drawings that are you know card size. <laughs> they may not they might not be in a book. Well, actually, they sh they are gonna be in a book. They're gonna yeah. Be yeah. They're gonna be in tarot card book. You know, it's illustrated. So. There's that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's like okay, if you if you do like my artwork, at least you'll have you'll have like 78 cards or 78 images that uh, are all cohesive and and yeah, and then they come in a book too, and they oh they're like handheld, you know, you could like flip through them. <laughs> but I I figure like that would be like at least when we get this when we 
uh, saw this project or saw this as like a, you know, after the Kickstarter, after we send out all the stuff, I could tell people that like, hey, I don't have an art book, but I have this. You, yeah, go go get that. <laughs> my other art book. <laughs> are you are you gonna have anyone be like, uh, um, uh, I I would prefer an art book because magic is evil. <laughs> I probably might have those people, but then I'd be like, wait five years. <laughs> I I'm just thinking of all the silly questions and silly comments that artists get at cons <laughs> i haven't gotten that yet but like and i and i i don't know like that's that's true i because i think most of the people that buy my artwork they're like oh your artwork's magical i love it and i'm like cool so if they didn't like it <laughs> if they didn't like magic they're like oh oh walk that <laughs> Or, or maybe they just see the cats and they're like, oh, I like cats. Okay, I'll buy this. <laughs> I'm waiting for the dog person to walk by us and be like, cats are evil. Sorry. <laughs> that happened. <laughs> that happened. You got the anti-cat, but not the anti-magic? That's... <laughs> yeah, I got that. Like, someone was like, oh, there's too many cats. And then someone was like, oh, there's no dogs? <laughs> like walk by <laughs> and I'm like oh I have a dog picture it's right there <laughs> which card of the deck is your favorite both of you oh, you can go first front test <laughs> I can never I love, decide I love Kathleen's um, rendition of temperance because it's do you have it handy Kathleen um I hold on. Let me. Yeah, so it's it's glorious and beautiful. It's this woman in this big. Um, I don't know if it's a hula skirt, but it's a it's a grass skirt. And yeah. She's, and hair, like I used to have. I I'm going through cancer treatment, so this is a wig. But um, yeah, it's just glorious. Um, uh, no, it's gonna totally blur. Oh. <laughs> oh okay. no. There. there we go. Yeah, that is beautiful. And look <laughs> at that. The, the the clouds, the atmosphere is just gorgeous. Well done. Yeah. Damn. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, she she make she makes uh, temperance look like a joyful, uh, beneficial gesture. Um. So yeah, it's great. It's great. It's it's really nice to see myself in a card image too. Like, oh, look at that. I think you should just buy that grass skirt. <laughs> yeah. It's half grass skirt, half like fringy, like uh-huh. just feeling the fringe that day. So I think you should just buy it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. You know, I, I guess I've, I like the high priestess. Like she's probably one of my favorites. I, I mean, I'm 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 too biased. I'm too close to this. <laughs> you show them the card. Yeah. So I just like I. This is yeah. This blur is like crazy. That's can you turn the blur off? I don't know how. <laughs> I mean, I had it at the beginning. I was trying to see if I could like take it off, but 
and we'll we'll post on Instagram. We'll post on Instagram the images okay. that you're using. But uh, it looks it, it it looks great. Those shapes and colors look beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, like I I lo- like that's probably one of my favorites. I I like the first card too, the universe. Um, the ones that that uh Marta say are the most dramatic cards are probably like as an artist. It's, it's fun to draw those like there's there's a couple of swords cards like I didn't even get into the swords yet but then she was describing them and I'm like oh someone's dead okay hold on let me let me like yeah. switch from wands and draw these swords sticking out of someone's back I'm glad you brought that up because as I was scrolling I saw one card where the person <laughs> is being attacked by the swords and I was like oh no and then they're dead and I'm like oh <laughs> Swords one. <laughs> Those are all Filipino tribal swords, by the way. Oh, they were well super fun to draw. And I, yeah, like, I think that was one of the questions I asked her in the beginning. I was like, oh, do, do they have to look the same? And then she's like, ah, you know, it's, it's fine. Like, you know, do whatever. And I'm like, okay, different swords it is. <laughs> And I, yeah, a lot of, a lot of the, like, half of this is, like, researching different, like, different cultures and, like, researching a lot of, like, Filipino history. And, um, yeah, I found these, I found, like, a list of swords and images of them. I'm like, oh, man, these are all Filipino swords? This one is so great at research. Like, you'll ask her to, like, you know, oh. Yeah, I think we should use Filipino swords. She'll say, I spent eight hours researching <laughs> and I found these swords. Like, oh, you you spent eight, how many hours? <laughs> I don't sleep. What are you talking about? I had coffee. Yeah, I, I looked up these these swords and I thought it was it was great. Like, let's use all of them. Or, okay, maybe not all of them, but let's use as many as possible. <laughs> and so with... I thought it would be like cooler to have different sizes and shapes of swords. Yeah, essentially sticking out of someone's back. That sounds really bad. <laughs> you know, as artists, a lot of times you're going to search for <laughs> weird things. And so having a bunch of swords sticking out of back is not the strangest thing. It was just the, uh, <laughs> what was that? It's not. I, I think <laughs> Google thinks I'm like a, I don't know. They they probably think I'm a serial killer now because <laughs> I've looked up different weird things and yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I like to think that whatever FBI agent is listening on your phone calls or in your Google, uh, <laughs> it's a, it's a fine line between artist and serial killer when it comes to the Google searches. <laughs> yeah. Like dying fish. <laughs> I just like, what, what? To King I, drew, fish. <laughs> I drew a kid's room and I don't have kids. And I was like, ah, oh, this is going to be a creepy Google search. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> right? It's a weird thing to draw. And, and I'm just like, kids, room, don't be creepy, please. <laughs> <laughs> or or position, went, like, like yeah. postures. Oh man, it's terrible. I think I think one of the cards 
I either had my sister like posed for me or 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 my husband and I was like hold on wait 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 do that with your hand <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was one of the things when he when when we got to that I was like okay I'm sorry you're you're like immediately my model like I you know <laughs> that's the last time I'm gonna say sorry just just stop I'm gonna try you <laughs> and then study eight hours of swords yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> what card in all the tarot card, doesn't matter what deck it is, uh, what card would Toucan Sam, Sam be on? I thought about that. So since Toucan Sam is a patsy for the corporate world, um, I was thinking maybe, um, maybe the King of Pentacles. And why is that? I was just a front man for the <laughs> for capitalism that's all i'm i'm agreeing with all of that i just uh, <laughs> I, I, i'm not familiar with tarot cards and so you're the, the king of pentacles i'm like cool and he's a uh, capitalism patsy yeah totally totally like just put there as a figurehead to sell stuff you know great so, yeah so the king of pentacles is selling capitalism and glamour so... you know and power <laughs> But really, it's a bunch of nothing. So. All right, cool. So that's a card I will I I will dread if I ever do tarot. If, <laughs> if someone pulls that card out, I'm like, damn it, I knew it. No, it it's okay. <laughs> if it's if it's about if your question's about money, it's okay. You know, because we're all <laughs> we're all sitting here in our laptops, and uh, you know, we all have phones made by little fi little fingers. I mean, yeah. We really we're all we're all complicit here. So <laughs> it's funny that you say that because like a lot of times when uh when I talk to someone about like uh in um not being so stuck in capitalism, I'm just like we've all ordered from Amazon at some point and there are warehouse workers that are suffering hardcore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll do my best to stay away from ordering from it. It's weird because like I don't like to call out companies on the podcast, but Amazon's gonna be one of them. Nestle's gonna be <laughs> another one. <laughs> but uh, I'll, I'll do my best to stay away from ordering from Amazon. But every now and then, like uh, I needed a new chair, and <laughs> I looked everywhere for a good chair, and none was doing it. And Amazon's like, "Heard you're looking for some chairs." <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. it. It's it's pretty bad. There's yeah, it's just, um, they have a lot. I mean, I, I, I don't remember what I was looking for, but I was looking for something. I searched far and wide, like every website I could think of. And then, yeah, Amazon had it. And it was just really annoying. <laughs> <laughs> so you mentioned uh, the folklore of a dragon eating the moon. And I look very forward to finding out more about that because... I love dragons and I love the moon. And if there's a dragon <laughs> who loves the moon enough to eat it, then I'm all for that dragon. <laughs> or does it, does the dragon hit the moon? That sucks if it is. <laughs> it, I think it's called the Bakunawa, I, right? Martas, is, is that what it's called? Like, oh, I, I don't know. I don't know. That's, oh. that's, that's all in the research department there. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I could literally Google that real quick, but, um, I think it's called the Bakunawa. I, I might be like 
super botching it up. Well, the reason why I bring that up, and like, I would love to see a movie of this dragon. That's awesome. Um, if you were to make a movie out of one of your cards, it is uh, the <laughs> awesome. <laughs> uh, what card would you pick, and who would you cast as the main character? Oh man. Oh man, I I really like. <laughs> I really like the the high priestess. I like the hierophant. The hierophant is the female pope. Mm. Yeah. Um, and it could be a bad casting too. Don't worry about being good. Like it could be funny oh, and silly. <laughs> there's a card coming up that I haven't drawn yet, but I think it's. Like, it it looks like it's supposed to be, I mean, it's a sword card. I feel like most of the sword cards are, you know, kind of dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> kind of stabby? <laughs> yeah, kind of, kind of stabby, yeah. There's one where it looks like the person's supposed to be stealing swords. <laughs> mm, oh, but, right, uh, right, 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 yeah. Yeah, so I'm I'm excited to draw that. Because they're already holding a bunch of swords and they're like, you know, yeah. sneaking off. But yeah, and that that card could be interpreted in so many ways. Um, that is the um, what card is that again? I I don't know. Remember. It's like I, the it's like the seven or I, I'm trying to remember. Um, but that card is it might be seven. Like that that sounds that sounds like it might be right. Right. Um, it's taking other people's uh, frustrations and running with it, mm -hmm. uh, taking away other people's power and uh, being very joyful in, in that uh, in that theft. Um, so yeah, it's it's a it's a very crafty card. It, it can be interpreted in so many different ways depending on the question. That was that was another card that I was gonna draw, and then I went back into the wands and started drawing that. <laughs> but yeah, I I mean it's laid out like the the sketch is there. It's just uh, putting in the yeah the finished drawing and then coloring it. But yeah, it's gonna be a crafty, sneaky person running off with the swords. <laughs> I think that would make <laughs> what, what 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 actor are we are we casting stealing swords? I have no idea. Well, you know what? There's very few people that look like me and Kathleen, so it's going to have to be either Rosario Dawson or Penelope Cruz. You know, I guess it's. <laughs> if, if yeah, if that's like, who else? Like, who else like would it be? Like, who else? Who else looks like me and Kathleen that like <laughs> could start a movie right now? Um, people used oh. to ask me that when I was like on Match.com. Like, you know, there was a there was a question like what. Who do you look like? I'm like, well, clearly J Lo. Cause like, there's nobody else. That's clearly. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I, I, at, at one point, someone asked me, they're like, uh, if there was a movie made of your comic strip, who would you cast as you? And I'm like, well, if it's a live action one, you could just throw a rock at Hollywood and pick any white guy and give him glasses and that's me. <laughs> If it's animated, then I might have more preference. Then I might find someone who I can see their voice be me. Live action doesn't get, doesn't matter. They're all there. <laughs> yeah. I think I even, 
I think I did that. I Googled a white, I was, I was just like, white guy, actor, glasses. And I found an image. I'm like, yeah, him. I don't even know his name and I don't want to, but that's the guy. That's <laughs> funny. <laughs> um, when this episode goes out, it will be International Waffle Day. Um, what is oh. your favorite form of waffle? And when I said this, when I came up with this question, I was like, oh, how do I ask this question? It it Because I, I was thinking of all the times I like waffles, because I love – this is my favorite breakfast. Um, <laughs> I mean, like, uh, depending on the topping that you use, uh, whatever topping you use, do you want it to be a square waffle? Do you want it to be a round waffle? Do you want it to be a waffle cone with ice cream? Whatever way you want the waffle, what is your favorite form? Or if you're like, I want to be a transformer. I want it to be Optimus Prime waffle. <laughs> Hmm. Um. I mean, there's this there's this dessert called a taiyaki. It it's not necessarily a waffle, but it it's like I mean it's pancake batter that it's shaped into a fish. That work. It feels like waffle, so <laughs> it's like a mix between the two. So I'll go with I a taiyaki. And I tell totally a taiyaki. Oh, that's a great answer! Wow, so classy. I, I just bought a taiyaki maker, so yeah, it's <laughs> I'm just you know, I'm honed in. I wanna I wanna eat this. Oh, that's oh you're, yeah. That sounds like, like that, that sounds like yeah. a flex is what she's doing. Is like uh, I bought this I, uh, totally <laughs> cool flex. thing. I that's don't know. Cool. If it'll come out, but it, it sounds delicious. Wow, I would get the um the bubble waffle. They have uh, oh. like those are freaking delicious. Um, yeah. Bubble waffle. Now, you had one for Jimmy? I okay. All right. I want you to explain what a bubble waffle is because I think <laughs> I think there's a coffee shop. There's a coffee shop that I think has it that's down the street from me. So yeah. I might have to pick one you up. Yeah, like run I, run after this and get that. Yeah. Cause if you love waffles. Um so I'm gonna flex because the first time I had a bubble waffle was when I was visiting my cousins in Hong Kong and we were walking okay. up the peak and she bought me a bubble waffle. And so we were hiking up the peak with a coffee and bubble waffle. It was so good. It's it's just um, a waffle with, you know how like um, you have the the nooks and crannies are inside like waffles like this. So bubbles are like big bubbles on top. Yeah. And um, so I think it's that's what makes it delicious is the airiness of it. Because when I think of a waffle, I think, a mouthful of uh, carbs, which is not. <laughs> uh, for the listeners, they're laughing because I just gave big, two big thumbs up to uh, lo- lots of carbs. <laughs> but with bubble waffles, um, it gives you a chance to um, to taste the waffle itself because there's a lot of air in there too. And so it's, um, it's lighter. Um, yeah, it's really good. I mean, I think with with American waffles, I have to add a lot of stuff on top to cut the carb, you know, intake. It's like, okay, I have to add, you know, strawberries and, you know, whatever, chocolate whipped cream to to make this flavorful. But yeah, Jimmy, bubble waffle, you gotta get try it. I'm looking it up. So the 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 place <laughs> that the, my my coffee shop. I think it's a called I think it's considered a bubble waffle. The thing is is that it's not just like a square of carbs. 
it's uh, a bunch of the bubbles that are just connected to each yeah. other. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's exactly what it is. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. Okay, cool. Because the thing I'm Googling that I'm seeing is just the normal waffle, but convex versus concave. Yes. And, um, okay, cool. I might go get that. The reason why I didn't buy it previously is because they have like a meal that actually has more substances, more stuff. More stuff in the meal that I always buy, but I might have to get this bubble waffle now that I've heard good things about it. All right. My sister and I used to, there was a restaurant. I mean, I guess it's now like down down the ways from me, but um, they were always open till four in the morning or some, some crazy time. But she would crave bubble waffles. <laughs> and so we'd go there. It was like a carb fest at two in the morning. I would get stir fried noodles and then a bubble waffle and the bubble waffle was never big enough. Like it was like, we'd eat it. And then it's like, Oh, Oh, it's almost gone. Maybe you should buy one to go. (laughs) (laughs) And it was so good. And they always, you know, they make it when they make it when you order it. So it was always like nice and hot. So delicious. I want bubble waffles now. The, the place I'm talking about that has the bubble waffles, apparently, uh, <laughs> it's it's adorable because uh, they opened up during the pandemic. And uh, oh. when I finally felt comfortable enough to go in to check it out, they had this jazz music playing and it felt very Starbucks jazz. But then I was listening to it. I was like, this is Zelda. This is <laughs> and I oh. asked him, I was like, are you playing Zelda? And they're like, yeah, I'm like, all right, cool. I'm not going crazy. This sounds very strange because it was very hip, but I recognize the the theme. <laughs> That's cool. I, I want to. You should. What's the name? Or well, you, you can tell me the name later. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I can tell right now. I have no problem. I think it's like uh uh chat chat tea. Oh okay. Chat yeah, tea. it's it's adorable, and they. <laughs> They know me there now, so whenever I go over, I'm like, they're, they're like, oh, they, they go down the list of what I want. I'm like, yep, like, I don't have to order anything. They just know my meal, which I don't know if it's a good or bad thing. I think it's good that they remember me, but I think it's bad I go too often. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. <laughs> um, I, and, and again, I can't stress enough how much I love the project that you're working on because I feel like you are absolutely correct that there's too many things that have that have just been should I say monopolized monopolized by western culture or like everything has to go through the westernized filter for it to be accepted in any goddamn thing and that's gross that's disgusting um and so seeing like I've gotten jobs where I've done tarot cards or someone will write the list and give it to me to draw it and I'll do something and I'll use a lot of influences of whatever I Google, whatever I find on Google about tarot cards, but seeing your cards, they're so inspiring, so fresh, so, so really, man, I'm tired because I'm trying to think of another good adjective to describe it, but it's just exciting exciting is the best word i can think of thank you yeah it's a collaborative effort (laughs) yeah and i I think i wouldn't have i mean like honestly i like i'm drawing it but like 
Martez is like she's the the wealth of information about tarot cards because like I said outside of like the the what the major arcana I'm like oh I don't know any pentacles coins swords <laughs> I know what a sword looks like <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think you do. You'd spent eight hours studying swords and you're... <laughs> Filipino tribal swords. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, I kid. Because I think the, the fact that you spent that uh, amount of time to actually find swords that are different than most tarot cards are going to have is brilliant. Uh, I, don't, I don't even think that I would do it. I think I would be lazy and be like, all right, cool. Here's a sword and I've seen it on uh, Disney. Okay, that's a sword. There we go. But to be able to look and find specific swords, that uh, that's that's way too cool. I think that's fantastic. I will joke about you spending eight hours studying swords, <laughs> but well done. Holy shit. <laughs> and I wondered that too, because I remember seeing the blades, seeing the different blades and wondering because I don't know anything about swords, uh, but there will be like people who do know the swords and recognize those swords as what they are versus me. And it's like, oh, those are pointy things. <laughs> <laughs> the, the weird one, well, since you mentioned like the, the different shapes of the swords, there's one that's like a wavy, a wavy blade or it's like it's curved a little bit. So when I drew the person where they were dead, like they got attacked and killed by the swords and this is like a weird thought I was like I was drawing it and I'm like so when this wavy sword goes through someone is it like I don't <laughs> I don't understand yeah I'm sorry I'm sorry it's literally like my brain went through while I was drawing and I'm like mm. Maybe it'll just, you know, not like the end tip is like, is, yeah, I don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's like, it's too early, but there's no gory details in that card. Just FYI. But that went in my mind when I was drawing it. I was like, am I drawing it correctly? I'm not going to look this up. I'm just going to, you know, someone says that's wrong. It's fine. <laughs> You can tell me how the physics of that is later. <laughs> on another episode, well, actually, on the next episode, weird, time travel's weird, but on the next episode, <laughs> I actually talk about having to Google stabbing, like, having to, because, like, I don't know about certain Ooh. swords and knives. Yeah. And yeah. you're right. If I saw the wavy sword, I'd have to figure out how that looks because, like, is the stabber doing this as they're stabbing to make sure it gets in? Or <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. I see. It's terrible. It's terrible. But this is like the thing. I mean, thank thankfully, this is a, this is a static image. It's not a continue. It's not sequential. There isn't like a oh, this is what happens when you pull the sword out. Like no. It's just I, there, and then it's done. <laughs> I once I once drew a mermaid farting, and I googled fish farting and shark farting just so I can get some element of realism in this drawing. And I was like, "This is weird. This is a weird job." <laughs> yeah, it's you know the FBI agents that are <laughs> are looking into our Google searches, they're 
they're ha- cracking up. <laughs> <laughs> one minute he's <laughs> one minute he's looking up kids' bedrooms. Next minute he's looking up shark parts. What is going on in this person's head? You know, I should, <laughs> I should uh, add. Some, I should insert some ads for therapy. He needs it. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Um. So one thing I was really curious about is the step-by-step of making the, the cards. Um, Cause there are a bunch of elements of the cards that are not literal at all. Um, when you write a card, do you like write down a list of all the stuff that has to be hit or uh, describe the card or describe the emotion that the card is supposed to invoke? Well, since there's an, an accompanying book with this, um, so I wrote and you can book. be vague. You can be vague so that all the information is in the book, but <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, so like all the information's in the book. And so um what what we did in the beginning was Kathleen and I would have a meeting and then she said, Okay, what is the two of wands about? And then I would, you know, say to her, Well, this is this and this is this and you know. But because there's so many cards and she works at such a fast pace, um she was able to just look at the book that I wrote and make references from that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, we've talked so much and we have an Instagram live every Thursday and she's seen me read tarot cards so many times that um, she's becoming an expert in <laughs> tarot cards itself. Cause you know, she's drawing them all and she thinks about them. So um, yeah. yeah. It's it's interesting because the the last couple of Instagram lives we've done, she pulled out a lot of like cups cards, and so now I'm like I, I haven't gotten to that yet, but uh, in my brain because of just the readings, I'm like okay, so the cups are sex or very sexual, like or so, health, health or health, yeah. So, uh, no, they're just about sex. I'm sorry. Just about sex. <laughs> she retained in her mind. She's like, hell. Like, oh, this, this, sex. <laughs> okay, okay, got it. But uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm curious. Like, I haven't, I haven't gotten to that part yet because I'm still on the swords. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it'll be interesting when I, when I start reading the descriptions. I'll be like, oh, okay, never mind. There's, there's more to it than this. <laughs> Sex. <no. laughs> I, uh, there's been many, what was it? I drew a comic about making, I, I, I didn't want to use an exact card from tarot deck. I want something that sounds like a, a tarot card. And it's strange because like I, when I asked the person to help me out with a gag, it felt the same way of like asking someone who's into D and D to help me out with the gag because I don't even know what questions to ask because uh, I, I had a gag and I was like I need to make up a whole new card and they're like all right so what's the what, what are you trying to say and I'm like shit I don't know <laughs> so I think I think the card was like cup of something and so now that I know cup means sex I'm like oh damn <laughs> <laughs> well. I mean, um, yeah, Martas is the expert, so (laughs) she can go into more detail about that. (laughs) 
but that's also why we have like our meetings like and I mean now that she's going through treatments it's it's a it's a little harder to like schedule stuff but like if if I need if I needed to like go into more detail like she's she's like ready to like explain the cards in depth which is really great it's like she she's an encyclopedia I'm just like texting like Maritas encyclopedia tell me about the cards. <laughs> <laughs> what is what is the king of pentacles <laughs> oh man yeah it's, it's really it's really great um collaborating with Kathleen because she's such a, a a laid-back cool funny person so you know yeah, so it's it's she's like a dream collaborator because um she's just so um enthusiastic and smart and researches shit and she really cares about the outcome of this uh, deck. What words of wisdom would you give to anyone who wants to take on the patriarchy? Wants to take on uh what was it you said uh white male supremacy because I know that you said not in the corporate world you don't want to use that terminology but in this podcast use that terminology <laughs> like I have no problem with that you know I um so I was talking with another female magician and I said to her uh what my editor was saying to me um I'm I'm working on a memoir and so my editor was saying um well you know you've been through all this all these trials and tribulations I. Uh, you know, maybe this is just what it is to be a pioneer, you know? And my friend, who's a female magician, she's, she's, she's researching a book on female magicians now. She said, oh no, we're not pioneers. Women have been female magicians. It's documented since the 1700s. Women had their own gigantic magic shows. And, uh, you know, it's there's this one woman, I forgot her name, because it's been erased, you know, but she had 200 um, news articles written on her. There have been women in the past, but um, the white male patriarchy and colonization, you know, that just stamps out the memories of legacy. And that's what keeps us separated. You know, we all think we're, you know, we're pioneers. You know, we have to remember our, our, um, our forebearers it's very important because we don't want to keep suffering like this we can't keep thinking that we're, we're the pioneers like no you gotta research and see who's come before you and, and point to them and say there's precedent to this you know so back off <laughs> in your critique of me you know which is a very depressing uh thought <laughs> <laughs> because um you know, both she and I are very accomplished magicians, and um, you know, uh, there are all these mediocre um, white guys asked to to teach at conventions, to speak at conventions that lead the future of magic, and they're not asking us, you know, to speak about magic or teach magic uh, at these big conventions of mostly white males who love magic but they just don't know they don't know like how rich magic can be if they can incorporate women and people of color into their lives they're missing out honestly and so that's why patriarchy and white supremacy works against white men too you know it's just 
everybody's missing out on a world of um, of color and information. <laughs>